You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast, part of the Passion Podcast Network. Is there a God? I know for me, it even comes down to a different layer than that. And it is, if there is a God, how can I connect to him? And can I know him? And can I know significance in my life? These are the questions that humanity has been wrestling with. And tonight I wanna take a stab at the answer by looking at a sermon that's 1970 years old. A sermon that was preached in around AD 50 in Athens, Greece, just in the shadow of the Acropolis on a little outcropping called Mars Hill. If you go to the Acropolis now, as you're hiking up, you'll pass the little plaque where it says this is the spot where this message was preached. It was preached to a group of people who would have represented the Supreme Court of Athens in that day. And the message is preached by our brother Paul. Paul was sharing the gospel all across Central Asia. He'd been in Philippi, put in jail. You know that story. He'd gone on to Thessalonica. They they ran him out of town, basically, when he was there. He'd gone on to Berea. Uh, The people from Thessalonica came after him in Berea. So he moved on to Athens, and he's there alone waiting for his partners to arrive. It says he's preaching in the synagogue and in the marketplace And he's preaching about Jesus and the resurrection and people are coming to faith. So much so that they call him up to this Supreme Court, if you will, on Mars Hill to present the story of Jesus. And he takes the opportunity to preach one of the most powerful messages ever preached to this day. And we have an account of it in this text. And the backdrop of it is that it says when he arrived in Athens, In verse 16 of Acts 17, he was greatly distressed, Paul was, because the city was full of idols. And not only was it full of idols, he said, I noticed an idol with an inscription to an unknown God. Isn't that interesting that they had a a plethora of idols, but yet they were still seeking and still searching to see if they'd really correctly answered the great questions of life. And he seizes his opportunity when he stands on Mars Hill with that backdrop. And he says in verse 22, men of Athens, I see that in every way you are very religious. For as I walked around and looked carefully at your objects of worship, I even found an altar with this inscription to an unknown God. Now what you worship is something unknown I'm gonna proclaim to you. That's basically saying, I got some good news for the people of Athens today. And then here is the message. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by hands. And he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything because he himself gives all men life and breath and everything else. From one man, he made every nation of men that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he determined the time set for them in the exact places where they should live. God did this so that men would seek him 
and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. So what he does in answering the question, is there a God and who is this unknown God that you've got to altar for an idol for he says primarily I want you to know that he's the maker can you just say that with me wherever you are on planet earth or in the building he is the maker he says the Lord who made the world and everything in it he is the Lord of heaven and earth and he doesn't live in temples made by human Hands. In other words, everything that is has been created by God. So not only is there a God, he's helping us get our heads around what is God like if there is a God. And he's saying, I want you to understand that he's the maker. This was a 180 because since the beginning of time, men had been making the gods by and for themselves. But all of a sudden, Paul is rearranging all that and saying, no, it's God who makes the men by and for himself. He's the maker of everything that exists. Psalm 115, they said, now to him be glory, not to us, O Lord, but to thy name be glory. For the gods of the nations, their idols made by human hands. They have mouths, but they can't speak. They have eyes, but they can't see. They have ears, but they can't hear. Noses, but they can't smell. Hands, but they can't feel. Feet, but they can't move. They have no way to make a sound in their throat. And those who make them will be like them. And now Paul is bringing good news. He is, he is bringing a new message. He's saying, you can see, you can hear, you can smell, you can feel, you can move, you can offer a sound out of your throat. Everything can be turned around. Why? Because there is a maker. You say, hey, that sounds a little far-fetched, far-fetched that God made everything out of nothing. Hey, can I just say, it is far-fetched but not any more far-fetched than the fact that everything just somehow collided together and order and beauty and wonder was created. Our own offering is no more or no less far-fetched than the fact that God created the world and everything in it. It's just that our answer, man's answer, only offers survival of the fittest, but it cannot speak to significance. It cannot speak to meaning. It cannot speak to purpose. It doesn't really even embrace beauty. Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast wherever you stream it. You can also subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages every Monday.